So Lisa, you are, uh, are you chilly? Yes. What's on your the front of your sweatshirt? It doesn't look like there's anything on the front it's of your sweatshirt. It's a C, oh, Yukon you... Huskies. That is... And there's a big C on the back. Okay, where did, where did that come from? <laughs> Guess the age of this sweatshirt. Well, based on the collar and the... <laughs> And and the and and the edges of the arms, I would say it's twenty five years old. Uh, maybe this maybe thirty. This would be a thirty year old sweatshirt. I got this when I went for a college visit at the University of Connecticut, in when I was in high school. So it's probably like thirty one years old. And you're still wearing it. I know, and it still fits. Imagine that. It looks a little big. <laughs> well, yeah, I think like that was the style back then. Really? Yeah. Very interesting. Yeah. She's looking at the extra large. Right now. Yeah, I don't. I think it's a little big for you. It might fit me. <laughs> it probably would. Yeah. I'm Deacon Dave. I'm layperson Lisa. Welcome to the Deacon, Deacon Dave, Dave and layperson Lisa, Lisa show. show. Welcome back, everybody. We are continuing on in our Psalm series 48, which mm-hmm. means Lisa, you are up. A Psalm of the Korahites, a song. Great is the Lord and highly praised in the city of our God, His holy mountain, fairest of heights, the joy of all the earth. Mount Zion, the heights of Zaphon, the city of the great king. God is in its citadel, renowned as a stronghold. See, the kings assembled, together they advanced. When they looked, they were astounded, terrified, they were put to flight. Trembling, trembling seized them there, anguish like a woman's labor, as when the east wind wrecks the ships of Tarshish. What we have heard, we have now seen in the city of the Lord of hosts, in the city of our God, which God establishes forever. We ponder, O God, your mercy within your temple. Like the name, like your name, O God, so is your praise to the ends of the earth. Your right hand is fully victorious, victorious, fully victorious. Mount Zion is glad. The daughters of Judah re- rejoice because of your judgments. Go about Zion, walk all around it. Note the number of its towers. Consider the ramparts, examine its citadels, that you may tell future generations that this is God, our God, forever and ever. He will lead us until death. So, Lisa, thank you as always for proclaiming this psalm. You're welcome. And so, we have been mentioning the Korahites over the last few episodes. Yes. And so we thought we might tell you what the Korahites is. A it chorus. Is, it's a it's a it's a singing a guild or a group oh. of temple singers. Yeah. Nice. So uh, I thought that was pretty cool. So now this particular psalm, Lisa, is a Zion hymn. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's praising the holy city as in the invincible dwelling place of God. Yes. That's unconquerable. It reminds me of like the walls around like old cities, like old city of Jerusalem or Avila. Right. Yeah, I remember Avila. That was mm-hmm. actually quite the beautiful wall. Oh, yeah, it was. Do you think that was taller than um, the old city? Or about, uh, it might have been. I don't know. I don't think the old city, the old city, I guess, is fairly, I bet they're similar in height. Probably. Probably the, the standard of the day. Yeah, depending on what it is. So 48, uh, you know, we're in Psalm 48, verse 6 uh, in that area kind of stood out to me. When they looked, they were astounded, terrified. They were put to flight. Mm-hmm. Trembling seized them there, anguish like a woman's labor. And when you read the notes on this, what it talks about is, is that when they look, the kings are stunned by the sight of Zion, touched by divine splendor. And the, the language is one of a holy war in which the enemy panics and flees at the sight of divine glory. And what this made me think about, Lisa, is just, 
you know, in times of trial and difficulty that we too have to call um, on God, right? right? That we have to invoke the name of Jesus. Yes. Um, because, but at the same time I was thinking about this, uh-huh. I was thinking, okay, well, the closer we get to God, the more the devil seems to want to attack. Right. And so when I was thinking about this this morning, because this describes that the enemy is is afraid, right, and, mm-hmm. and runs away. But at the same time, we talk about this idea that as we get closer to God, the devil attacks us more. But then we have the authority and power to um, kind of cast him away. Exactly. Yeah. But I think, I think what happens at some point... Um, as we're getting closer to God, we may be attacked. Sure. Right? Oh, as yeah. A, no, that does happen. Yeah, absolutely. As a means to maybe pull us back yeah. away. Yeah. But I think once you get to a certain level of closeness with God, yeah, I would imagine it's really hard for the devil to penetrate our hearts. Even you recently, right, with some things that you've been struggling yeah. with, yeah. you are reaching new understandings of, of how God is working in your life. And, yes. and, and these are might seem like small things, but they're really big things. Do you want to talk about that at all? Um. Do you well, know what I'm talking about? You just told me last night. Yeah. So, like, um, because of our wounds, there are certain things that trigger a response um, based on our, like, past um, hurts. And, like, that, like, just uh, brings up memories or, like, a reaction. So, um, and, like, the devil, like, pounces on that. And, uh, you know, it's like a you know, what do they call it when it's a ball that just keeps going down the yeah. hill bigger and bigger. Yeah. And, um, so snowball. a snowball. Yes. That was, uh, or like, yeah. Okay. So the, so recently I've been able to like better recognize those triggers in those, um, situations so that, um, and I mean, sometimes I don't even react at all. Um, like through God's grace, but uh, when I do, I'm able to recognize like why I did, which is helpful. And then I don't go into my like <laughs> a day, uh, you know, days of uh, darkness, if you will. Right. So this past weekend, it was only for what, like a half hour? Yeah, not too bad. Yeah. Not too bad. Yeah. And so that is a that is a huge. It's difference. a victory. Yeah. Yeah, it is. So yeah. by virtue of the fact that you've grown closer to God. Yeah. Um, that attack that attack didn't have the same effect on right. You. And I even talked about that with the priest because I went to reconciliation because um, you know he uh, he said, well, those are wounds, so that's why you react that way. I said, yeah, but it's it's also cool because like now I can uh, recognize like why I'm reacting that way. Um, and sometimes I don't even react now. So pretty cool. Well, these wounds are starting to get um, uh, to scab over. right. They're like, yeah, they're uh healing more fully so it's not like they're so open any longer yeah and i think this is um it gets to something we talked about at the love loss and life retreat Mm -hmm. this past weekend this idea of surrender right yeah it's it's not that we are just handing things over to god but as he enters more fully into our wounds he is the salve that heals right he is his presence is what begins to help that scab over and then eventually just become a, a scar. Yeah, it's like we're letting him treat the wound now instead of like trying to trying to bandage it up ourselves. No, I really like <laughs> that because yeah, in order for him to treat it, you have to invite him yeah. into it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And now that scar, right, mm-hmm. is not just a reminder of the wound, but it's actually something that can be used to uh-huh. show other people and to help them 
along their journey with something similar. Sure. And it's like also proof of the healing that has occurred. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, I love that. That's that's perfect. So you have all of this from this for so many years, these these wounds, yeah. right, that are really starting to heal up. Yeah. And the more they heal, the more you're able to share with other people. Mm-hmm. And the more you're able to share with other people, the more purpose and meaning the wound in the first place mm-hmm. has in your life and the lives of other people. Yeah. And I think sometimes like um, maybe like uh, wounds like remain uh, dormant for a while. But then like when God is ready to... Um, maybe bring more awareness for us to invite him into the wounds, then they may become more prevalent so that we have to experience the reactions more. And then when we have the response of inviting him into the wound, then he can help heal it. Yeah, I think I think when we, um, I think we, you're right, we can bury things. Yeah. Or we think we're burying yeah. them. Yeah. Yet they still haven't impact on our because god at that point is not our citadel right it's right. these wounds and this hurt right. and this fear and all of that right. that's our citadel instead of right. god right but when god becomes our citadel our fortress our foundation our stronghold yeah he starts building the walls in our spiritual house yeah then we're better able to do that and sometimes you got to get rid of that um like that uh faulty stone that's in that wall or whatever yes there's yeah. quite fortress a bit of work that the lord has had to do yeah. inside of my my little rickety house <laughs> that he is trying to make a fortress. So I think the name of this episode is going to be Citadel. Oh. I was going to say wounds. Oh, okay, you could do either one. All right, wounds is good. Any other thoughts from you? No. I want to say one more thing. Yeah. It says uh, at the end of the comments, it says, "Our God forever and ever, Israel's oh. God is like Zion and being eternal and invincible. The holy city is therefore a kind of sacrament of God." Oh. Oh, right? Yeah. It's a sacrament, right? It's this efficacious sign instituted by Christ and trust to the church to give grace. And so, you know, inside of allowing God to be our citadel, right, is this outpouring of grace as a result of us letting him fully into our lives, right? And you've seen that in your own life yeah. over the last couple of days. Yeah. Good stuff. Yeah. I'm Deacon Dave. I'm Lisa. See you next time. Bye.